0: Hi, it's Neil Cameron here with episode 303 of the Tutor Podcast, the Monday morning show for anyone who wants to start, grow and love their own tutoring, teaching and coaching business the same way I love mine. As always, I'm here to share ideas and insights I've had, borrowed, stolen, synthesized or purloined during the 24 years I've been in business and from the tens of thousands of pounds I've invested and continue to invest in ongoing training and education for myself. And to give it to you in a no nonsense, no BS kind of way. It's a byproduct of my own restless, relentless search for ideas, techniques, and processes which can make my life run more smoothly, more easily, and make my business more profitable, make my teaching more effective, and allow me to move through the world, leaving everyone I interact with feeling insanely good and happy that they met me. If you're okay with that, let's crack on with today's show. As this episode goes out there, it's Christmas time. Soon to be followed by New Year's, and for many of us, the ritual of stepping on the bathroom scales and wincing. Yep, we've overdone it again. Just like last year, and the year before that, and come to think of it, the year before that was much the same, wasn't it? And as usual, we now make a promise to ourselves we're going to diet, exercise and take better care of ourselves, aren't we? Just like we did last year. Same old, same old. The point I want to make today is that we really have to look after ourselves, not just in the post-Christmas period, but every single day. That, oh my God, moment on the scales is just a moment, but health and well-being are not momentary things. They're always happening to us, 24-7, 365, forever. They're not negotiable. You can't move on this point, because if you're unhealthy, you're sick, or operating below your best, how on earth are you going to deliver your best to your students, your customer, your clients, or your family? You just can't. Your health is the foundation upon which everything you do is built, and you could neglect it for a while. You could party hard and eat junk food. God knows I've done enough for that. But sooner or later you'll have to deal with the consequences of all that. The bill, as they say, eventually becomes payable. Far better, in my opinion, is to invest every day in your own health and fitness. Right now, to push that bill as far away into the future as possible and make sure that when it does arrive, It's tiny. See, I believe that historically, humans were healthy and robust deep into old age. We carried on our lives until we dropped dead. That's a simplification, of course, but our modern way of dying and living hadn't really been invented until the late 20th century. What do I mean by that? Well, the expectation today for most people is that as we age, we'll gradually succumb to more and more long-term chronic diseases. We'll manage it over time with more and more drugs, so it'll just take us longer to die from what ails us. In other words, we're looking at a long, painful, inevitable decline. And that's a pretty bleak outlook for a species, particularly elders of a species who traditionally have been the keepers of wisdom. That's you and me, kiddo. Now, this wasn't the case for most of human history. The historical norm has always been good health and eventually rapid demise from short-term acute illness or accidents. To me, it looks like we've allowed ourselves to be convinced that it's not normal to be well, that somehow we're destined to break down and decay for decades until we finally have decayed so much we can no longer sustain life. And along the way, we've been surprised persuaded that the answer is not within our control, but can only be got from little foil-wrapped packets of pills. That's bullshit, and I'm not buying it, neither should you. Because when you think about what's caused the shift, you'd be appalled. To begin with, there's the sheer toxicity of industrially produced processed food. It's got so much to answer for. Don't take it from me, I suggest you go do your own research into how big food routinely sell poison to you and your kids it's scary the second major moment of long term ill health is the way we work and live back in the day humans move more a lot more in, in the world today non-industrial cultures typically walk an average 15,000 steps a day compare that with the the global norms of four and a half thousand to five and a half thousand steps per day of the industrial world. Here's an interesting fact walking is one of the most beneficial activities a human being can engage in. Multiple research studies conclude that walking has more health benefits than just about any other thing you could possibly do. If you can go walk in nature, that makes things even better due to your ongoing inhalation of phytoncides released by trees. These are chemicals proven to jack up your immune, hormonal, circulatory and nervous systems. So if you're feeling a bit blah, go for a walk in the woods or in the park. And this stuff is important for us teachers because teaching isn't a particularly arduous or physically demanding way of making your living. If you can, engineer more movement around you, whilst you're working. Now, I guess I'm lucky in that I can teach guitar, seated or standing, depending on the customer. Um, I have a couple of electric sit-up, stand-down desks that make this easier for me. It's really important to make time to move and to use your body in the way it's supposed to be used. We're not built to sit slumped on chairs supported backs, sides and everything. No. We're made to move... Balance, squat, jump. So what can we do to get healthy, to stay healthy, and to make sure that decades ahead of us aren't doomed, doomed to be marred by chronic disease and illness? First things first, fix your food. There is no amount of exercise you can do that can compensate for a bad diet. Don't kid yourself. If your body's being poisoned by what you eat, it can't be exercised back to health because that's just a bloody stupid idea. Personally, I've found enormous benefit in vegetarian diets. I've tried the carnivore diet, I've tried the paleo diet, I've tried everything. Veggie seems to work for me. I've also had great results from fasting, either intermittently or for several days at a time. The major benefit for fasting for me is that I'm giving my body time off to heal itself because that's what bodies do. They self-heal. In the absence of a stream of dodgy food coming at it all day, every day, your body will begin to sort itself out. It'll eliminate what's not helpful and recycle what it needs. Then once you've given it that rest and recovery time, you can start to reintroduce some foods. One at a time and notice which foods power you up and which foods put you on your backside. Incidentally, all that government guidance on health, hows that worked for you? As a nation, we've followed the programme. We've cut our fat intake. We've ramped up the grains, slashed our cholesterol consumption, yada, yada, yada. We've done everything we've been told. And across the population, we're sicker now than at any time in history. I'm not here to tell you who engineered this mess and why it happened. You can find out how a corrupt scientist cherry-picked data to support his pet idea, then bullied that idea into government policy. If you want to Google him, his name is Ansel Keys. His arrogance and his pride result in the deaths and illness of millions of Americans. And where America goes, Britain follows. We've copycatted the US and we're experiencing the same catastrophic health outcomes. So, guys, do take care of yourselves. The NHS is really good-ish at managing sickness. It's piss-poor at health because it's not set up to manage health. It's only set up to manage the sick. Health is on you and it's on me. Nobody's coming to the rescue. No doctor and no pill can do it for you. Do you want to spend the future becoming progressively more and more sick? collecting more and more health problems year by year, or would you prefer to enjoy great health for decades, to be freakily healthy right into old age? Me, sign me up for the freak programme. I want freaky health. I want the historical norm of robust strength and well-being, deep into old age. How about you? Let me know how you get on. It's info at neilcamado.com and you can follow me on X, where I am at you to podcast. Remember guys, I'm here to listen as well as talk because I don't have all the answers so maybe you can help me out. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe to the podcast and as always, I'll be back next week with more no BS ideas and more tips to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business just like I love mine. I hope this podcast has got you thinking and has been some help. So till next time, stay healthy, stay useful.